Yeah, somebody should've warned them, bro, the ruler's back. All the love I gave to the game, I'm taking it back. See, they rapping for stats, and I'm rapping for stacks. So there's two different leagues, we on two different teams. Salute me when you see me, still a leader in charge. Welcome back to another episode of Oh That's Random Podcast. I am your host, that guy, Nerdy G, a.k.a. Nerdy G, B.K.A. Nerdy, or just Nerdy. It's me. Welcome back to another episode. And like I told you guys, I'm going to be doing an episode. I'm going to be doing a series about relationships, and we're going to continue that. That's one of my thoughts that's one of that's something that i always think about is relationships and i believe the last time i just believe last time what we talked about it kind of just went on the fight of you know fighting for your relationship and how things uh come together whatnot uh the beauty of a relationship building relationships and what you need to do to sustain uh your relationships and what you got to do to put that work in is what it is. Put the work in for your relationships. And I think I'm going to continue with that because not so much as putting that work in. I mean, because putting the work in in any relationship, that is going to be a key factor no matter what way you look at it. So, but I am going to talk about or my thoughts are about relationships in general, you know, how do you maintain? How do you manage? How do you work at the obvious? And I guess one of the things that really kind of piqued my attention, uh, sparked my attention, is the fact that marriage. Marriage is something that I've seen and I've observed from the time that I can remember. And because I am just who I am, uh, the observer that I am, I do pay attention to people's relationships. I do pay attention to the people around me relationships. And I'm not talking about famous relationships because what you see on TV is fake. It's a port. It's, it's a, it's a, it's probably 25% of their life. And it's just kind of amped up to the umpteenth, degree or whatever the case may be but around the marriages that I've been around and some of the talks that I've had with married men and married women has led me to this is in a relationship you know things change when you slap a title and I'm curious about that I'm 100% curious about why does relationships change when you slap a title on things right so let's just say you okay you guys went, went exclusive so i'm yours you're you're mine blah 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 here we go but now for whatever reason we're to um we're in this weird we're in this weird funk now like Things aren't right or things seem a little bit off because now we have a title and it seems like because we had a title, is it because of the pressures of what comes with the relationship of being monogamous with one person and, you know, 
doing courteous things. And when I say courteous things, like, you know, hey, yo, running a bit late, y'all going to be kind of out, going to be out with the fellas tonight. Not so much as the word that some people like to use, which is checking in. And that's not something that we do. We don't check in. You don't check in with your significant other. What you do is you make your significant other other aware of what your whereabouts and what you're doing. It's courtesy. Yo, I'm working late tonight. And um, I'm going to call you soon. I'll leave here. Yo, me and the fellas, we're going out for drinks after works. That's cool. Hey. Hey, babe. Or whatever your girl says. Whatever she calls you. Hey, King. Um... Me and the girl's going to get our hair done tonight, okay? And uh, we'll be, I'll be home and I'll give you a call. Or, hey, I had to move my hair appointment up and that's that. Or, hey, uh, going out to lunch or going um, going to dinner with with my boss and, and, and a couple other of my peers. We're all going out. This is last-minute thing. Okay, cool. Shoot me a text. Shoot me something. Let me know. And that goes on both sides. That's not you checking in. That's you being courteous. Because on the ray of the end of this spectrum, what could be fucked up is this person didn't check in with you. Now this person's dead. Now they now you sitting here, yo, you ain't heard nothing from this person. You kind of worried about this person, and then you like looking like, yo. Next thing you know, somebody said that she missing, and because you the boyfriend or you the girlfriend, you automatically a suspect. So now you for to go through some intense bull crap. Uh, you for to be upset because now the person that you love is dead or the person that you was with is dead. And now they got you hemmed up and as a suspect. Yo, it could be bad for your life. It could be bad for your mental. All the above. That's the that's the far fetch end of the spectrum that I just had to put out there. Because it's real. It is real. Okay, not unless you're one of those people who plan on, you know, chopping up your boyfriends and your girlfriends and killing them and ditching them and act like you don't know what the fuck happened to them. Then, of course, you're not going to do this or you're going to be like, hey, nerdy, shut the fuck up. You, you know, you, you're killing us out here. But, yeah, like, it's courtesy. But for whatever reason, once you get that title, things like shake up because I think it's it, it's. It's new because now you have responsibility. Now you have a new responsibility. It's just like having a kid. When you have a kid, when you don't have a kid, you, you're running around freely. You, you got to spend your money on you and you alone. Woo! You're not going into the store thinking about, I got to go buy a little Bobby or a little Ricky some shit. Or I got to go buy a little Dejanay or a little Quisha or something. No, you don't have to buy them shit. It's you and you by yourself. You buy whoever you want something. But when you get a baby, yo, you get a child, yo. You got, you got to put the kids first, hands down. That's what everybody tells you. That's what society tells you. You can't be selfish. You got to do something for the kids. You always got to go think about the kids, blah, blah, blah. Whether you think it's society or not, but it's a feeling that you have when you're a parent. I've been subject to it where I went into the store looking for me something specifically and end up walking out with my boys, everything but myself, nothing. But that's okay. It's part of my life. And... I'm okay with that. I don't have a problem with it. I love it. Uh, I love to see my boys smile. So it is what it is moving forward. So like I say, responsibility comes with relationships and sometimes a little pressure. And some people can't handle pressure. So that's why they start fucking up. That's why the relationship starts looking a little different. That's why the relationship starts 
feeling a certain type of way because you can't handle the pressure of being courteous and letting this person know where you're at, letting this person know that you're okay. You you may you became exclusive with this person for that reason. Okay. So let's bypass this because I was talking about um let's bypass the girlfriend boyfriend stage because I was really getting to the married the married stage, right? And after having a baby because this is the most important part or this is one of the most important things when it does come to making some type of uh where the relationship really gets wonky. Okay, you just got married first year, everything's good. Honeymoon Okay, now she's pregnant, boom. After she's pregnant, has the baby, boom. This is where the shit hits the fan. One, let's go with the sophomore slump. Okay. Sophomore slump, I believe, I believe, goes for everything that you do in life. Let me say that one more time. The sophomore slump goes for everything that you do in life. Don't believe me? Take a deep breath. Wait for it. Wait for it. Release. Think about things that you were extremely good at and how good you were at them the first year. Compare it to your second year. In the way that you felt during your second year. If you never heard the song. um, Headlines by Drake. Go listen to it. He has a line in there where he says. Someone tell me someone told me I fell off. I needed that. Where I leave it at I need to go pick that shit up. I butchered the bar. I promise you I did. But it's the truth. Because sometimes you get complacent. And that's that's the same thing in a relationship. You get complacent because now it's like, all right, cool. It's like a new toy. Yeah, I got this new toy. I, and I'm, I'm, I'm cool with it. I played with it. I've had all the fun. Not all the fun, but I've had a lot of fun with this toy. Eh, now it's time for me to get back to me. And that's a part in relationships where some folks don't really truly realize that because they can't see past their own beliefs or they are they're not open they're not open to it. They're not open to seeing it. Okay. Input a child. Woman's hormones, and let's just put this let's just put this out there. One, it's fascinating that women can have children and give childbirth. Two, they have hormones that are out of whack and their body has to kind of like snap back into whatever normalcy that is going to be. A woman is never going to be the same after having a child. They may appear to be the same on the outside, but they're never the same chemically. They're never the same mentally after having a child. Don't believe me? Go ask the scientists. They will agree. So, I've heard a lot of married men say once they had a child, the sex for the next two years was non-existent. 
non-existent. So, why do a man want to stay around for that? See, it's okay for the woman to stay around when the man's going through his shit. But then when the man is going through some shit, not necessarily going through some shit, but when the woman is going through her shit and the man is trying to sit there or when the woman is telling the man that she's not going through anything when clearly she is because the difference i think the difference is when you tell a person or when a woman can admit that she's going through some going through some shit a man can respect that a little bit more and a man will have more patience with the woman just as the woman has patience with the man but when a woman sits up there and they tell you i'm fine i'm fine i'm fine but if you're telling me that you're fine and our relationship is not fine and you're not doing the things that I'm accustomed to you doing, then you're not fine. And if you keep on telling me that you're fine and you're not 100% clear with me, then that makes men want to step out. Because you keep on saying that everything's fine, but clearly there's not some something's not fine. Something's not fine. So what do you do? How do you combat that? How do you go through and how do you say this is what we're going to do? What are you going to do? Ask yourself. So you can't, you can't, you can't women listen to me. And I'm saying this, I'm, I'm, I'm saying this, uh, women. You can't say nothing's wrong. And then the man sees everything that's wrong and he's trying to communicate with you. When you keep on telling him no, he's not going to respond well. He's going to throw a temper tantrum. He's going to go back to a place where he can feel comfortable. Um. He's going to he's going to he's going to feel it. Right. He's going to he's going to go back to where he's where he feels comfortable. And if you can't make him feel comfortable at home. Because you're telling him everything's right, everything's OK, there's going to be a problem. And that's where the issues come in. And that's where you get some infidelity and things like that. Am I telling you that? Is that right? No, it's not right. Is it right for you to withhold information? No, but ladies here, and this goes both ways, just not, and ladies, I know I keep on, I'm calling on you directly, but this goes both ways. Men and women, when you hear your partner asking you the same questions over and over again, and you keep giving them the same answer, but your actions suggest otherwise, then it's time for you to go see somebody. It's time for you to it's time for you to take a step back and realize what is my partner really saying to me? Because who's going to know you better than you is your partner. Understand that I'm going to tell you one thing that I I'm going to tell you one thing I tell people that I encounter that I have encounters with. Lie to me, but don't lie to yourself. 
lie to me all day, but don't lie to yourself. Because when you lie to yourself, you put yourself in this bubble. And when you put yourself in this bubble, what ends up happening is a lot of people around you start to fade away. Because you're not going to let anybody get close to you. You're going to think that you're always right. You're going to think that you can't do no wrong. You're going to think that shit is just perfect in your world. And it's not. You probably can't see that something is wrong with you. Understand you had a full fucking human come out of you. Yeah. Shit's not going to be the same way it was before. Men, we go through things in relationships. And because sometimes we don't, just depending on our upbringing, we don't have the best communication skills. We don't have the best, you know, we don't have the best sense of how to deal with certain things. And we make rash decisions. We go and we fuck other women. Some of us, other men, which, I mean, hey, if that's your thing, that's your thing. But... I would prefer that you let your lady know because that's just kind of fucked up. But I would prefer that you don't do it at all. I would prefer that you talk to your woman. I would prefer that you talk to your partner. And I would prefer that you go and you get help. I understand that the stigma is I don't want to talk to nobody about no problems. Ain't nothing wrong with me. Listen, there's something wrong with all, the, all of us, whether we want to believe it or not. None of us are screwed on the correct way. There's not one person that I can look at and say, hey, that's a pretty all right guy. That guy's well put together. No, because what I might see on the outside, that guy may be dying on the inside. True story. And I know I'm talking about relationships and how the two years, once they once they get to their two years and once they have the baby and once they, the sex disappear. Sex is one of the reasons that a lot of couples end up breaking up because there's a lack thereof. Money is another one. Communication is the biggest one in my opinion. They may be false, but sex, money, and communication, I guarantee you they're at the top of divorce. Adultery. Still falls under sex, right? It's because we don't talk. We don't talk. We don't. We we don't. We don't let each other know. We don't. We don't communicate. Communication. You, if you communicate with one another, you talk about the money. Properly, you communicate with one another. You talk about the sex. Now, here's the kicker: you do those things, and if don't nothing change, then that's where we go and we have the conversation with a professional. We had these conversations with this professional. If things still don't change, then you have to make the best decision for you and yours. I'm not the type of person to tell anybody to not be with the person that they love. I'm not going to tell you to break up with your boyfriend to be with me. I'm not going to tell you to break up with your boyfriend and go figure and find out yourself. That's not me. That's up to you. That's your decision. Your decision alone. I look at this and I say, wow. It's funny how so many men have similar stories about being with the woman after they have a baby and the sex disappears. And I understand. Had a whole freaking human come out of them. Okay? 
I don't I don't expect the sex to be I don't expect expect the woman to run right back and want to have sex. I get it, but after a year, after two years, and it's still going on, then now we gotta have a talk because now what once what we once had is now changing. But or is it the fact that hey, I got a new shiny toy that needs my attention more than you do? Gotcha. But understand that if I'm here with you, you don't have to give all your attention to that person, that new shiny toy, because that new shiny toy is not yours and not yours alone. That is a child that we created together, and we both have to, we both have to enjoy that child and make sure that that child is raised in the best way possible that we see fit. But that doesn't mean that you forget about me, and that doesn't mean that I forget about you, because this can go easily go the other opposite way where the woman still want to still want to have sex and the man himself could be like yo i'm all into yo i'm just trying to make sure that my baby girl is good you know what i'm saying i'm out here working uh, i feel like i need more money i feel like i need i want my i want my baby to have like 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 you know the latest ipad she need to know that because she you know you got to get those apps for so that she can be you know talking all these different type of languages you know what i mean we saw that in soul food when kenny brought home a whole goddamn computer for a newborn i'm sorry uh i don't know any fucking newborn not even baby jesus himself could you know power up a goddamn compact computer and clickety clack clickety clack but that's how some men think see some men think where when the baby actually gets here there's a damn light switch that kicks on in their head and they realize yo this is responsibility on top of responsibility so even though they're trying to do for you, they're going to be trying to do more for that kid. And sometimes you can get lost, women. You can get lost in that where it goes vice versa, where y'all both are. It can go either way or we all both can get lost in the child and truly forget about one another. And at that time, I mean, the woman... I understand like I've never been a woman so I can't really truly speak to this but I'm just assuming here but I would believe that you guys would I would believe that you guys would feel some type of way if you wanted to have sex with your with your significant other after the fact uh after after pregnancy and he's like no 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 I gotta get out and get in the streets I gotta get this money I gotta do this I gotta get that that's gonna make you feel some type of way and same thing with the man if the man is trying to you know put on a nice little you know Little Kenny Rogers or whatever he want to throw on some some Kim, some uh, Sade, some Maxwell or whatever, trying to get you in the mood, and you tell him no. He's gonna feel a certain type of way if you keep turning him down. She's gonna feel a certain type of way if the dude keeps turning her down. We can't forget about each other in our relationships. We shouldn't forget about each other in our relationships. When we slap titles on things, nothing should change. Because if I was made for you and you were made for me, regardless of what our title is, what we had an understanding is at the beginning is that I was made for you and you were made for me. So let's continue that. That is our title from the beginning, from the get go. Just because we went and got a piece of paper and we threw a big ass party for our friends so they can, you know, boost us up and say, yo, we got married. It is what it is. She now this person. She misses, you know, nerdy G. Then, hey, everything should be fine. 
Nothing should change. What should change is that our, our, our relationship becomes stronger. The things that we do, we get a little bit more creative because we got to keep the spice in the bedroom. We got to keep the spice. We got to we got to we got to push each other to be better. We got to push each other to be better, but at the same time, we can't forget each other. In relationships, that's something like I say, it goes back to putting in that work and some people forget that. No, I'm here. Just because you land next to me doesn't mean that we're spending time. Just because we sleep in the same bed doesn't mean that we're spending time. Just because you kiss me in the morning and just because you kiss me when you come home does not mean that you're showing me affection. Yes, does a man want a woman to come and lay up on him and just watch TV and shut the fuck up sometimes? Yes. Does a man want to go and and lay up on his woman while she's watching? I don't know. Fucking, uh, I don't, I don't know. HGTV, Bridezilla, uh, goddamn guys, grocery shop, any one of those chopped, any one of those channels, mad singer, who freaking knows, but do men want to lay up on a woman and do that, do those type of things? Yes. That's a different type of spending time with one another, but you have to put that work in. You have connection is, is, uh, physical contact with your significant other is very important in your relationship. And I'm not just talking sex, but I'm talking about physical contact. I'm talking about touch. I'm talking about hugging. I'm talking about showing affection on a different type of level than just physical, just the physical act of sex, because it is very important to the relationship. Because if I'm not able to touch you, then I'm not connected to you. Let me say that again. If I'm not able to touch you, then I'm not able to connect with you. Some people say, yeah, I'm never, I've, some people say, well, nerdy, I've been in a long distance relationship and I've never touched this person. I never, that's a different type of connection. That's an intellectual connection. But put yourself in a room with a person and be with this person for a year, seeing this person and talking to this person and saying, okay, well, yeah, we got a connection, but we never touched each other. Yeah, we've been together for three years and we ain't never touched each other. She got feelings. You got feelings. She get hot. You get hot. She get in heat. You get in heat. And if y'all ain't touching each other, at some point, yo, communication is only going to last for so long. Communication is only going to last for so long. I'm talking about holding hands. I'm talking about hugging on one another i'm talking about laying up on each other i'm talking about just uh you know even a shoulder bump a kiss on the back of the neck a hug you from the back and keep it moving like that all of those things matter all of those things matter past year or two yo sophomore slump is real you get complacent you think you good nah you're not you can be better you can be better. I've never seen a Hall of Fame rookie retire after their after their rookie season. I've never seen a Hall of Famer. Hey, I got one good season. I gave it to y'all. I broke records. Yo, one love. I'm out this bitch. No, that person is not going to the Hall of Fame. That person is a one-hit wonder, and we'll never talk about that motherfucker again. Sorry, Jay Holiday. Listen. Straight up, we don't talk about those people anymore. You don't, 
you can't do that with your relationship. You can't have one great year in a relationship and then disappear and fall into the sophomore slump and then not put the work in. You have to put the work in. Relationships, not only with your significant other, which we're going we're gonna to keep this one just to your significant other, but you got to make sure that you, 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 you keep that with your significant other. I want you to hear me, and I'm going I'm to continue to say this. Everything is simple as it seems, and I want you to repeat that to yourself right now. Everything is as simple as it seems. I promise you. Work on, continue to work on your relationships. If you're in that sophomore slump, talk about it. Sit down. Clear out some time for you and your person, and you talk about it. I don't care if you're dating another woman. I don't care if you're dating another man. If this is what you want and you want this relationship and you want this person for to spend the rest of the spend the rest of your life with this person, sit this person down. You have time to sit this person down and talk about what life means to you and what that person means to you in your life. Make it happen. Like I say, I have been nerdy G. I'm always gonna be nerdy G. Hit me up. Let's talk about this. Hit me up, uh, Instagram, that guy, Nerdy G. Twitter, Nerdy underscore G way, two E's, Nerdy G on Facebook. Let's talk about it. Let's have let's have conversations. Let's talk about love. Let's talk about relationships. Let's talk about everything. Everything is as simple as it seems, and I believe that with all my heart. Until next time, I'm Nerdy G. Coming out hard. All your closest carbon copy, bro, y'all really my clones. Doing this one for my mama and my nigga Jay Jones. This unfinished business, bro, I'm taking what's mine. If ain't the topic of discussion, bro, you're wasting your time. You know that I'm the best, I just came back to prove it. It's only one king in a room full of Judas. Still rapping for the gang till I'm dead and I'm gone. Came back with a vengeance, bro, you know what I'm on. If I said, then I meant it, you can set it in stone. Now bow and kiss the ring as I return to the throne, cause I'm home.